Have you found the love of your life and you think you're ready to tie the knot? Before you run down the aisle, take a seat and be sure to listen to this episode until the end. Hey everybody, welcome to the Build Young, Grow Wealthy podcast. My name is Walida Shree. In today's episode, let's talk about premarital counseling. What is it and should you do it before marriage? If you want to decrease your chances of marrying the wrong person and going through the pain of divorce, without further ado, let's get into this. Premarital counseling is designed to prepare you for marriage, to equip you and your partner with the tools you'll need to have a long, successful marriage. My man and I have personally gone through premarital counseling over the last few years, and the very first time that we went, it was in a group setting, and I vividly remember a man being on stage, and he started the conversation by telling everyone to look around because all the couples that we saw had three possibilities. Either they were going to break up after the conclusion of their premarital counseling and possibly even before give you an opportunity to work on issues before you actually say I do, or you may be in a position where you're ready to move on to marriage. Lucky for us, we didn't break up, but we learned stuff about each other and the people in our lives, and we thought it would be best to postpone marriage until we knew we were ready. Ways that premarital counseling can help is that you are going to talk about finances, which is one of the top reasons people get a divorce. It will teach you how to communicate. What may be your normal way of communicating could be offensive to someone else. We have to learn how to communicate so that we can meet in the middle. It also helps to walk you through each other's values, attitudes, and beliefs. I knew a couple who one was a Christian and one was an atheist. When kids come into the picture, that can be a bit confusing as to how you're going to raise your kids. So maybe as just a couple, you guys can be tolerant of each other's beliefs, but who is going to be the quote-unquote correct parent once kids are involved? It also will help you to navigate the roles in marriage, and this is not always a traditional way. So for instance, if you have the guy in the house and he's great at making food, That's not just the woman's job. Let him cook if he has a passion for cooking. Or if you have a wife and she just so happens to be good with her hands and she can fix things, that is not just the man's job. So knowing the roles in your marriage can really help to alleviate issues because you know that the job is going to get done by one or both of you. And if neither of you can get the job done, you know you'll need to outsource. And that means you need to budget to have someone else to do those jobs for you. The other thing you're going to talk about is affection and sex. Sex before marriage is not going to necessarily be the same as sex in marriage, and you need to understand that. So for instance, I have a friend who before marriage had this wild, crazy sex with their now wife, but once they got married, it's like they hardly ever have sex. What most people fail to realize is that more times than not, before you get married, you don't have the responsibilities of taking care of a home. You don't have to help raise kids. You don't have to work long, exhausting hours at a job and then have to come home and perform. So all of those things can play a big role into how you have affection and sex with one another. A newborn baby can interfere with that as well because they have needs that have to be met. And that will require both of you to understand that and be on board with that. The other thing you will talk about is the desire to have children. Do you really want to have kids or do you really not want to have kids? Because if you want to have kids, but your partner doesn't, 
it will cause huge friction to happen in the relationship. Premarital counseling can also help you to understand family relationships. My family and his family are complete opposites in every way, shape, or form. But it's important to understand the dynamics of family because again, when kids come in a picture, that is going to play a part in your kids' lives. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to adopt all of their beliefs or their traditions, but it does help you to understand that if your kid acts a certain type of way, that it's a possibility that it was um, an innate learned behavior from somebody in the family. And also how to set boundaries with your family because your family is going to want to be in your marriage and you have to know how to say no and when to ask for help. You will also be in a position to learn about how to make good decision making. So for instance, if you are a male and most of your male friends are single and they're bachelors and they like to chase after women, they are probably not going to be good for you if you're trying to be married. The same goes with the woman. If you are out partying with the girls all the time and they're trying to attract certain type of men, then you run the risk of also falling into that trap and not being focused on the person you're with. So it is always advisable that you learn how to make good decision making to see if it is going to be in the best interest for your relationship. Also dealing with anger. Now anger doesn't necessarily have to go into rage, but anger can be, you know, something as simple as somebody cutting your partner off while driving. How do they respond to that? So you want to see what is your spouse or your future spouse's temperament because if they have a history of yelling or cursing or even hitting, you need to see that in advance. And honestly, how they treat other people is a clear indication of how they might treat you. So don't try to make that like it's nothing. You want to be very aware of what's the possibility of what can happen before you say I do. It will help you with dealing with addictions. And a lot of times people overlook this, but I think this is huge to make sure you do not overlook. And this is why I really think of nothing else. If this is you out there listening right now, if your partner or yourself is having an addiction that you can't break on your own, then you do need to get help. And premarital counseling can help to highlight that, but you may need to go into more specific counseling to help to help you to overcome those addictions. Another thing you'll talk about is past breakups and previous relationships. They want you to acknowledge how you treated your significant other in your previous relationship or how you were treated by them and what kind of emotions were tied into that. The worst thing that can happen is, is that you fall deep in love with somebody and you learn that they are not over their ex. They will help you guys sort through to make sure you are over your exes. Also, it helps you to just deal with your significant other overall, potentially annoying habits and patterns. But you got to ask yourself, are these things going to make or break me if I stay in this relationship? So just understanding what those annoyances are and how to address them is important in a healthy way. So I personally get sad when I hear about people that get engaged and then they get married without really knowing the person that they're marrying. What I oftentimes hear is that people are still in a honeymoon phase when they get proposed to. And typically the honeymoon phase, it lasts about two years. And so within that two years, people are just head over heels for each other 
they don't truly know each other. They know each other's alter ego. And I think if you are serious about marrying somebody, you need to know who they are, not their representative. So if you're a brave soul that wants to protect your future, your emotions, and your money, then here are my tips that can help you to navigate to ensure that you have the best chances for success in the areas of love and money. Number one, check your local churches to see if they offer private or premarital counseling. This option is usually free or inexpensive and can be done over the span of a few weeks. The second option is paying for a professional counselor because sometimes group settings are too generalized and sometimes you might need more specific help. You can pay for a professional counselor. And if you are tight on time or tight on money, you don't even have to go inside of a building anymore and sit on a couch and talk to somebody. You can do it in the comfort of your home or practically wherever you are. Online therapy platforms such as Talkspace and BetterHelp can provide you with premarital therapy where you will have the ability to text, use audio, video, or even have live sessions to help you sort through your problems. The third option is if your wedding is around the corner and you have already put down your deposit for your venue, then I recommend you and your significant other pick a weekend or two and read the book titled 101 Questions to Ask Before You Get Engaged by H. Norman Wright. We personally love this book because we've learned a lot about each other through reading this book. And I found out about this book through one of my mentors, Patrick Bet David, in his top 100 books to read. I also watched one of his podcast episodes where he talked about he was not going to marry his now wife until they completed that book. And it really helped him to see if she was the person that he wanted to invest the rest of his life with. I went out, bought the book, we read the book, and we really recommend the book for you guys who are listening too, because it is a really good book and this is not a paid sponsorship. This is just us giving you guys some tips that we think was beneficial to us so far. So what I also like about this book is that there is even a section for people that have been previously married that is looking to be married again, because statistically speaking, marriages have a much higher chance of failing after the first marriage. And it's probably because most times people think it's the other person when most of the times it's them. So having that little section of the book is important because it helps you to ask questions for yourself and also to your partner to make sure that your next marriage isn't going to fail the way your first marriage did. In closing, marriage is directly linked to how much money you will save, grow, or lose over your lifetime. Getting premarital counseling doesn't guarantee that you'll have a perfect marriage, but it will help you to see the red flags to determine if you should go into a marriage with that person at all. Thanks for sticking around until the end. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. And don't forget to subscribe. If you are a returning listener, be sure to share this episode with a friend. That's all I have for now. Until next time, I will talk to you later.